0: Welcome to The Dental Brief, the world's direct, right-to-the-point podcast produced to get you the information you need to learn and grow your practice. To learn more about our guests and find links to information discussed on our show, visit our website, DentalBrief.com. On to today's episode.
1: Hello, everyone. Welcome to an episode of The Dental Brief. Uh, Today we have with us uh, Dr. Gupta of North uh, Ridge Family Dentistry um, based in Ohio. Good morning, uh, Dr. Gupta. Say hello.
0: How are you, everyone? I'm glad to have, uh, be on. Thank you, Patrick, for inviting me.
1: Yeah, we're glad to have you here. And I think your message today is going to be really fantastic. Um, tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, how long have you been practicing dentistry and what made you get into dentistry?
0: Sure. Um, so I started practicing in 2004. That's when I graduated. Um, met my wife in dental school. And after we, we did a GPR together, after finishing our GPR, we just thought the natural progression would be to start a practice. So we found a suite, we borrowed a bunch of money from a bank and uh, put a couple of chairs in there and thought that like all you have to do is have a dental practice and people would just start coming in in droves. Uh, not at all what happened. Um, so it was kind of a journey. Um, you asked how I got into dentistry. Yep. I actually didn't um, I didn't think about dentistry at all. Uh, I wanted to go to college so I could become a history teacher. And I was getting a bunch of A's in college, and my dad, who's Indian, like me, um, he came, came from India, first-generation immigrant, and just the thought of not going into the health profession seemed foreign to him. Um, and so he put a lot of pressure on me to go into some health profession. And he found this weird kindergarten artwork of mine from like when I was five or something that I drew, I want to be a dentist when I grow up. And he's like, "See, look, looked. You want to be a <laughs> dentist, right?" And yeah. I was like, "Damn, I don't even remember this thing." Um but I I had no good argument against it. And actually his his really strong argument was, "Listen, if you get to be a dentist, you can still teach." Um but if you're a teacher, you can't still do dentistry." And I and that stuck with me and I get an opportunity now to teach quite often. And so um I feel like I I made the right choice.
1: Yeah, that's awesome story. Uh that's fantastic. Uh, I know that um it sounds like you went through a little bit of pain when you started a practice. You thought you are going to flip a switch and things going to be easy. Um, I know that you've helped um, and have talked to a lot of practices nationally about building their business. And that's what a lot of people come on the show and talk about, how to build your business. We, get, we kind of get down that, um, that hallway, if you will, quite often where um, people are so focused in on building their business and building their patient pace and building their team and what have you. Um, and they start to, um, ignore other areas of life that are really important. And that's one of the things I know you wanted to talk about today. So, um, a problem that we were discussing off air a little bit is, is health, um, and health of dentists, um, and kind of how you started getting on a mission, um, of talking to people about that. So share the story you shared with me of, um, really how health became important to you, uh, and self-care became important to you.
0: Yeah, sure. So, um, just that that same hallway that you were talking about, I started speaking to different dental groups and dental associations just about the same stuff, profitability and customer service, marketing, making your practice more profitable and successful. And that started to gain momentum uh, over the past seven years. And I was getting asked to speak to more and more places. And prior to any of that, when I was just a private practice dentist, I had a mentor, uh, Dr. O, who practiced about 25 miles away from me. Him and I really got along. I mean, he laughed at all my jokes and stuff. I thought all the stories were funny. Him and I were really, we got along great. And he was 25 years older. So I looked at him kind of like a mentor. Sure. And as my speaking career kind of took off, I, I called him up and I was like, Dr. O, listen, I'm getting asked to speak at a lot of places. You've retired. You had a successful practice. Give me a couple pearls of wisdom. And he goes, Gupta, tell them to work on their posture. And I was like, ah, oh, posture. I was like, I don't know. What am I going to say about posture? Right, he's, right. Listen. He's like, listen, man. And and I know. I mean, he's, he looks like the guy with bad posture. And I think everybody who goes to any dental conference, you see a lot of old dentists whose heads look like they're coming out of the front of their neck instead of sitting on top of their shoulders. Sure. And he goes, listen, man. He goes, I can't lift my arms over my head. I can't put on regular shirts. And I was like, what do you, you can't put on a shirt. And he's like, dude, I can't do so many of the things that I used to be able to do so many things that I used to take for granted. And so I tried it. I actually, I I put my face, you know, my head forward in that weird, you know, that kind of bad posture. And I tried to lift my arms up and you can't, you can't. If you try it right now, if you jut your jaw and your head forward, you can't lift your arms over your shoulder over your shoulder. Sure. I thought, I and I thought, you know, this is a guy who he worked really hard. He had a very successful practice. He paid off all his debt and his mortgage, and his kids are out becoming independent adults. And he finally can enjoy and relax in life. And he can't enjoy it because his body's not cooperating, his body's falling apart. And I thought, man, I'm I'm middle-aged. I'm not that far away from that point in my life. Mm-hmm. And it would be a shame if I started falling apart also. And so I started tweaking little things about my daily routine, like just little things. And I'll share with those, those with you later. Um, and all of a sudden, just, it was easier for me to sit up straight. And all of a sudden the little bit of pain in my lower back started to go away. And it wasn't because I was doing some crazy life-changing, life-altering routine change. It was just these little things, and I thought, "Oh gosh, I got to tell people about this." And so that's kind of where the that's where the health stuff started. Yeah, and I'm so thankful to
1: have you here talking about it. Um, and I'm going to give you definitely the opportunity to do so. Let me just reiterate what you just kind of told me really quickly. So the doctor is a bit older. Getting pretty close to retirement age or at Um, retirement age. He was retired. Yeah. Uh, Retired, financially successful. Yeah. Had accomplished many goals, but basically had neglected certain physical areas of his life that was now causing him a tremendous amount of pain. Sure. Okay. So that's the bad news, right? That's the bad part of the story. Tell me the good part of the story. So tell me some steps, some things that you would recommend that any dentist could do today. Um, to start to correct this situation, to to start to uh, solve this problem before it even starts.
0: So I wanna start off with three um, and actually segue that into a major change that you can do. Um, So one of my patients is a physical therapist. He actually has has a physical therapy clinic right across the street from mine. And as I started lecture about this stuff, I asked him, I said, give me some stats, like give me some statistics about posture related disability. And it's all horrible news. It's all like, you know, all adult Americans with disability insurance are filing claims earlier, filing claims more often, blah, blah, blah. Uh-huh. And it's not just dentists. And I, and so I asked him, I was like, well, why are we all falling apart? And he goes, well, two things, diet and phones. And uh-huh. our phones, we we mostly, when I look at my phone, I'm looking down. I'm, I'm, yeah. I have it kind of near my belly. And I look down at it. And he said our our head weighs about 10 pounds. And when we are constantly looking down, like looking down at our laptop, looking down at our tablet, looking down at our phone, that 10 pounds creates like 60 pounds of torque on the muscles in the back of our neck. And so two things need to happen. Number one is we need to remind ourselves to sit up straight, not look down, A. And B, we need to give those muscles in the back of our neck way more opportunity to be exercised. And one thing that he told me to do was when I'm sitting in my car, you know, we all have our headrests in the back of our mm-hmm. car, just smash your head up, up against the headrest. Don't lean it back so you're looking up, just smash it back so you give yourself this big, ugly, double chin. And so I did that and I felt it. You, you can feel it. It's like, well, you know, you can feel it. The muscles are. Um engaging. Sure. What I did is I took a picture of myself, a selfie of myself doing that, you know, with all this flesh hanging off my chin. And I and I laminated it and I hang it from my rear view mirror. And so it's actually a good conversation piece because everybody who gets in my car is like, why, why the heck do you have a picture of yourself on your on your rear view mirror? But A, when they tell me that, it reminds me to smash my head back. When I look at it, it reminds me to. Um, and so that that was one, is just the double chin on a car headrest. Another one is, when we have morning huddles at our office. I'm sure a lot mm-hmm. of your clients do, a lot of you've yep. interviewed do. At the end of our morning huddles, we always have four or five minutes before we actually have to get all of our clinic stuff on and go and see patients. And so we used to just spend those minutes maybe watching a funny YouTube or um, just kind of uh, goofing around with each other. What we decided to do is spend those minutes doing some type of exercise. And one that I really like, and I encourage actually you to try this, is you stand up against a wall where your back is to the wall, and you make sure that your ankles, your butt, your shoulders, and the back of your head are all touching the wall. And then you lift your arms like in a goalpost, like a football goalpost, and make it so that your elbows and your knuckles are all touching the wall as well. So now you're like, a lot of your body is smashed up against the wall. And then you lift your arms up and down while they maintain contact, the elbows and the knuckles and the shoulders maintain contact with the wall. And what I found was when we first introduced this like a couple years ago, me, my whole staff, none of us could barely lift our arms like more than a couple inches. And now we do this on a regular basis, usually once or twice a week. And all of us are so much more mobile. I mean, we're just, we're so much more mobile. And then the last thing that I would recommend is you could go to Walmart and spend eight bucks on something called a foam roller. And then it's just this big round cylinder. It's in the same section where you would find like yoga mats and stuff like that. And my wife and I, after the kids go to bed, we usually watch a TV show and we just have our foam roller sitting there in front of the couch. And I'll spend maybe 60 seconds, 90 seconds, just kind of laying with my back on the foam roller and just rolling up and down. I found different variations of that on YouTube. You just type in foam roller on YouTube. But everything that I just said takes, what, like two extra minutes of your daily routine. Sure. And I noticed so many of the pains I had in my early 30s, mid-30s, they're not there anymore, even after a pretty long day of dentistry. I mean, I don't know, who knows, maybe I'll get injured. But I feel like at least I can say I've done everything that I could to reduce the likelihood of um, of this happening. Sure. And I would assume that not only
1: uh, are you lowering the chances of getting injured, I think you'll probably recover quickly if you do. But I want to back up a little bit to this exercise with the hands, the elbows, the shoulders, the butt, the, the ankles ankles yeah. i think that's all the parts that against is. the wall yeah. right arms going up and down is there a name for this exercise
0: uh, i don't probably probably don't go yeah. out that yeah. it a group exercise well we I, I think i'm
1: going to but here's the thing let me ask you about that a little bit so let's i i believe i'm a big believer that our that physiology plays a an, an incredible Important role in our emotional health and our mentality, right? in our attitude. So, oh, you've right. got your whole team lined up doing this. I'm sure the first time it was pretty silly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. Probably people
1: be- didn't want to do it, I would guess. Sure. A little reluctant. I already did it. How is everyone's mental uh, and emotional kind of health in the moments and the hours after doing that? Were people charged up a little bit? Were they feeling a little bit, they have a, a little bit more of a pep in their step?
0: Okay. So, we did that whole intro to some exercise. At the end of our morning huddle, Mm -hmm. truly for longevity and posture-related reasons. But what we found was it's fun being goofy with each other. And, you know, dentistry is you can have a lot of fun in a dental practice. Just if you kind of like tone down the seriousness a little bit and allow yourself to enjoy life. And what we noticed is we have so much fun doing like plank challenges and um, different little physical challenges after our morning huddle because it allows us to go into the clinical domain where we have to be a little more serious and a little bit more professional. We are way in a better mood. And maybe it's like the endorphins that I don't know what it is physiologically, but I know probably everybody who's listening to this call could probably agree is you're in a little bit of better mood after you Exercise, gone for a walk, worked out, um, done something somewhat physical. I maybe there's more blood flow to the brain, but there's no doubt. I mean, we it's something that actually it's a requirement at the end of our morning huddles. We always have to do something fun.
1: That's um, yeah, yeah. That's that's fantastic. And you're right. People don't leave the gym ever in a worse mood than they went into it, right? And it doesn't yeah. even matter if it's a two minute uh, a two minute exercise or a three minute exercise. It's always going to make people feel better. Um, so. Dr. Gupta, I want to give you, um, kind of the final word here, but first, just before we lose track, I, I need people to check out your website. Um, it's Northridge family dentistry. And what I want you to do is I want you to go to this website and check out the videos, um, that they put together, the introductory video, um, on uh their website you can find out on the home page it might be one of the best practice introduction videos if not the best okay. practice introduction video i've ever seen so you have to check it out i think patients probably get a big kick out of it. but i could also tell your team probably had a lot of fun putting that the video
0: together we did have a lot That's of fun it. yeah yeah i mean i happen to be i'm good with the mac and with a movie editor and stuff like that but it's their ideas actually we've done we've done a couple of halloween videos that are just so much fun and um actually these types of things that we live for this stuff, you know, and somebody will come up with an idea at a team meeting and everybody's like, oh man, yeah, let's dress up in this thing. And then I want you to wear a wig and you know, all that kind of stuff. And my gosh, that makes, it makes practice a little more fun. You know, if, if you don't mind, I kind of do want to have the last word because yeah. I, I mentioned something about the phone earlier and how we hold the phone next to our belly and it's bad for, our, you know, it's bad for our neck, bad for our posture. Um, I came home uh, after kind of doing a little bit of research on this posture stuff. And I suggested to my wife, I said, listen, why don't we do this? Let's kind of, as a family, make a pact that after dinner, the the any devices, our laptops, our phones, our whatever, tablets, they just need to go onto a charging station in some part of the house that nobody touches. And we did it strictly for physiological reasons. We thought, oh, this this way we won't you know, look at screens and have bad posture and, you know, mess with our eyes before bed. And what ended up happening was we just did stuff to um, to combat the boredom that was old fashioned and way more awesome. And so, you know, my kids are relatively young, they're 12 and 10. And you know, we were bored all of a sudden. We're like, "Oh man, I, I can't look at Instagram now." What, what, you know? So we got bored, and we filled that boredom with just more walks outside, more um, board games, more old fashioned stuff. And I have to tell you that posture aside, that probably was one of the decisions that we made as a family that we are the most proud of because we actually created memories in the process, and um, and that was a big deal for me. And so. Um, while this can all be posture, I think that if you start playing games with your staff at the morning huddle, if you start playing games with your your kids, you're going to create memories. And that might be even more worth it than, I don't know, having a straight back when you get older.
1: Yeah, that's um, awesome. That's a, terrific advice, ter- terrific information, great stories, um, fabulous guests. Thank you so much, Dr. Gupta. People, please uh, check out northridgefamilydentistry.com. Check out the uh, video. It's fantastic. Dr. Gupta, thank you so much for coming on.
0: Oh, it's my pleasure. Take care. It was a pleasure to speak to you, but um, it's Dentistry.com. Oh. That's okay. That's okay. Do you, do you want me to send you actually some of my uh, back exercises? and Yeah, um, absolutely. Uh, we'll, we'll post
1: like yeah oh. absolutely. We'll post it on our social media. And let me just make I sure I say it one more thing. time. I'm so I, I I'm so sorry for messing that up. Okay. Um, it's, it's NorthridgevilleFamilyDentistry.com. Yeah. NorthridgevilleFamilyDentistry.com. Again, I apologize uh, for the error, but we'll make sure um, it's correct on our social media and on our website.
0: All good. Hey, it was yeah. a pleasure. Thanks so much for having me. All right. Take care. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for joining us on today's episode. Did you know you can weigh in on today's topic on Facebook? Search The Dental Brief on Facebook or visit our website, dentalbrief.com, and just follow the link. We look forward to having you join us again on another episode of The Dental Brief.